everybody and welcome to another episode of Unlocked. I'm Tracy Wilson. I'm your host. I'm going to be here for about, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes today because this particular topic, I really feel like it requires, you know, some real good conversation around it. So today's topic, what I wanted to talk about was like self-sabotage. And is that something that you are experiencing? Are you actually addicted to self-sabotage. And you might think, well, no, I'm not addicted to that. Uh, But as I move through today's show, and as I start kind of unfolding and uncovering some of these reasons or ways that you may be self-sabotaging, these things might come to light for you. So the reason I wanted to do this is because Often, and I know I'm speaking from my own experience. I'm speaking from my own experience because I've been here, done this. I've been a um, a classic uh, self sabotager, you know, in 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 my life in the past. And I wanted to make sure, you know, I had to go through this process of really understanding where was it in my life that I was actually self sabotaging. And you know, normally I show up here. I'm a pretty upbeat, um, go get a kind of person. But I knew that underneath all of this. There were some self-sabotaging, almost like rips uh, that were taking me off track and doing other things. And I and I feel like even when I've been um, been coaching and mentoring other people, now I can see these classic signs of self-sabotage kind of everywhere. And often people don't even realize that that's what they're doing. So let's start with this. Many people actually suffer from, you know, the fear of success even more than the fear of failure, uh, which are a failure, uh, which can actually result in in self sabotage. And yes, someone's saying here it sounds really counterintuitive, but it's it's real. It's freaking real. So the act of either consciously or unknowingly actually ruining your chances of having success. So you might be, you know, on the outside you're doing all the right things, you're taking all the right actions, but yet, you know, you still look at that fruit bowl and the freaking fruit bowl is empty. There's no money in the bank, there's no customers coming in, and you're just feeling a little bit down on yourself. And like I said, some of this could quite well be uh, part of your addiction to self-sabotage. Now, why do we do this? Well, it actually turns out that there's actually lots of different reasons that we do do, uh, this act of self-sabotage. Some people are just really afraid of actually stepping into their own power. Some don't even know that they have what it takes. Some don't even think that they actually have what it takes to lead. They don't think they have what it takes to be really successful. It takes to be really successful. And for others, they're just afraid of change. And they are, um, you know, they're, they're afraid of actually making any real change. So often with this addiction is closely attached to that is commitment. And often we get in our lives the things that we are truly committed to. So if we're truly committed to some things that we we might not even realize we are truly committed to, then the result that we get is the thing that we are actually committed to. And wait on because I'm going to go, um, I'm going to give you an exercise that I did some time ago that allowed me to understand, what's going on, kind of like these narratives that were going on in my head that were actually playing into the um, addiction that I had to self-sabotage. And I want to sh- I'm going to share with you exactly what uh, what I did. There's a couple of things I'm going to share today actually. One is that exercise and the other is another um, very powerful program and powerful program and exercise that I've been doing for for um, some time and now I have the opportunity to share that with other people. So, so hold on, I'm going to share all of that with you. So that's A, I want to get you to a point where you 
kind of understand some of the traits or some of the things that you might be doing so that you can identify, "Mm, yes, maybe that's me. And then secondly, what are some of the things that you can actually do about, you know, getting rid of or um, severing your ties with that particular addiction so that you can move forward with some clarity, with some uh, level of non-addiction to self-sabotage and you can actually move forward knowing exactly what you want to do what you need to do to achieve the dreams that you have because I'm damn sure that all of you watching now have got big dreams and if you don't have huge dreams and you're not dreaming big enough you want to make sure that your dreams are real big and that you actually want to achieve them somewhere in your mind you would there in your mind you would love 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 to have whatever it is that you have uh, you've dreamt about but also somewhere in your mind there is also some self-sabotaging hidden uh you know, voices going on in your head that are actually preventing you from doing specific things. So let's get into some of the the traits. So the first one is this. This is what I call the avoider. Now, sometimes um, people that are in this avoidance state, you know, it's kind of like you're avoiding various different things. So if there's a big job that you need to do, or, you know, you've got something to do with your finances, or you know that there is a relationship that you need to either mend or you need to sort out, but somewhere you are avoiding doing all of that. Now, being an avoider and avoiding hard truths can be actually be a really special talent for some people because they want everybody, including themselves, to be happy and often avoid these hard facts. So that's about us kind of avoiding things. We don't like confrontation. We just don't want to go there. We would rather just kind of shrink down and um, appeal to everybody so that we don't have to deal with the situation at hand. And this can actually lead to staying in relationships or staying in jobs that are well past their expiry date or having issues with finances or debt or overspending. So what I want you to do here is you want to really start to observe your thoughts. And I'm going to give you an exercise a little bit later on. That's kind of going to go through all of these things, but it's going to allow you to observe your thoughts because that's where the secret to understanding where it is to understanding where it is that you're actually self-sabotaging lies. It's actually deep inside of here that we often don't even know that those are the records that are actually playing in, uh, you know, in our head, and not in the kind of the outer. We don't always see them, and we can't always feel them, but they're always there in the back of our mind. So the other thing is that in this case, when you're an avoider, your body never lies. So it often holds those gold nuggets, and it gives you the truth of, you know, is there a problem? So if you get a stomach ache thinking about something, um, you know, dealing with a particular area of your life, maybe it's a stomach ache or a headache or a pain somewhere, that's often a really good indicator to you that you, you know, you got a problem that you are avoiding dealing with this. Um, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pop this up. Uh, because I've got somebody here saying that, yeah, I was previously the queen of avoidance. My partner has broken that habit. Yeah, it was really easy to become, to kind of get involved in or get get involved in or get in that trap of being the avoider because, you know, particularly when you're a people pleaser, you want everybody to be happy. You don't want to have to deal with things. And that also means you also want yourself to be happy. So if there's a difficult situation that you have to deal with, let's not go there because that's going to make me unhappy. That's a classic example of the avoider. Um, What you need 
need to do here is you need to focus on honesty and fostering, you know, authenticity, not with other people, but with yourself. And what you're going to do with that is you're going to start to recognize the patterns of avoidance in your life. Um, really interesting thing, because over the last uh, probably three, maybe a month, I've been doing a series of interviews with a bunch of women all over the world. And I've been seeing patterns uh, of what these women have been going through, the pattern of all of these things, a lot of them self-sabotage, uh, and then what they actually did to get themselves out the other side and actually start to bring you to, to bring you to fruition all of their dreams and the success in their life. So there are some very subtle but key things um, in today's conversation that I'm going to bring to your attention. The next one that uh, I call is the rescuer. Um, and I mean, as I go through these, even myself, I can see, you know, now I think back to, oh, yeah, man, I was the avoider, you know, the rescuer. We want to be those, that person, the rescuer who who's there kind of hugging up everybody else. Um, and many of us feel this huge sense of needing to be there for everyone else and fear that if we're successful, then how we can, how can we actually continue to be successful for could uh, be there for other people. I was in another program and uh, the mentor at the time was talking about how he was mentoring a really, really successful person in, um, you know, a successful student in his program. And he was saying that he realized that there was, that there was um, a point in that whole kind of narrative that he was, the conversation he was having with them was that he was actually avoiding success and he was avoiding the success because he was stuck in the rescuer phase. He was wanting to be the person for everybody and he knew that if he became really big and became you know really busy, then in his mind, it was that he would no longer be there and be able to rescue other people. So sometimes, like I said, it's subtle things that we that we uh, don't realize we are doing because we think being a rescuer and actually helping other people all the time is a really good thing to do. But this, this uh, habit of being the rescuer all the time contributes to your self-sabotage. So you've got to learn how to drop the mantle of responsibility and actually focus uh, on yourself. The next one is the next one is the invisible. Some people are actually really truly afraid of being seen or being heard. I also refer to this like if you're an expert, a lot of experts suffer from this because they are in that um, that space of being the unknown expert. And they're quite happy to stay there, or they want to actually get out of that space, but they've become so accustomed to being to being hidden and being quite happy there and being comfortable that they don't want to stand out. So they're much more comfortable, as I said, standing back, observing from the shadow. And this is actually also that fear of success, and it's rooted in a fear of being heard, the fear of being valued, and the fear of being seen. And that holds these individuals back. And it's critical for an, and if you if you're that person that's sitting thinking, you know, I'm a really good at stuff, I'm an expert at what I do, but I'm I'm somewhere inside of me, I'm afraid to get out and actually share my knowledge and share my skills. Then you'll be the class. Then you'll be the classic 
invisible self-sabotager. So it's really important that you find someone or a program that can actually help you to get out of the shadows, unleash the, uh, the unknown expert shackles, and allow you to step forward and step into your power by sharing your skills and your knowledge. This is critical for you guys because you need to be able to see your value. And in doing that, you're going to increase your confidence, increase your belief, and also increase your ability and uh, and opportunity for you to be able to be successful. The next one that I want to share with you is that expert that's been working or that person who's been working really, really hard and you've just got to a point where you're almost at burnout. you just got no energy. So when you're in this state, this is also the state of self-sabotage. So you're feeling run down, you're feeling tired, you're feeling tired from carrying everybody else's stuff, everybody else's stuff. Even though, you know, you might have been moving to forward with wonderful plans, but you're just lacking energy. And when we get into that state, it's, you know, a lot of people will, will refer to this as I've lost my mojo. So this is also one of those self-sabotaging, uh, you know, kind of like beacons, highlights telling you that, hey, there is, there is um, something going on here and it's going to derail you and um, continue to have you addicted to your self-sabotaging habits. So what you've got to do if you are if you are somebody who's kind of in that low energy right now, you've got to make sure that you're asking for help, you know, stepping up, to asking a friend, asking some mentors, um, delegating responsibilities and asking, you know, for assistance from other people, but then also taking time for yourself. Now, I mentioned a little bit earlier that I was going to give you an exercise. Now, I haven't finished all of these. Um, there's a number of other uh, identities identifiers that I'm going to go through today, but I want to give you the activity that I did, the activity that I did. And it, was, it wasn't it was easy. It's going to sound like it's really easy, but when you start doing it, you're going to find it's actually quite difficult. How many of you guys have actually been able to sit in total silence, no TV, no mobile phone, no even kind of gazing out the window and letting your thoughts go anywhere else, but just actually sitting in your own mind in silence with nothing else going on and doing that for an entire four hours. I promise you, if you do that, you think about the number of thoughts that we have in any one day. I think it's scientifically proven that we have something like somewhere between 50 and 60,000 thoughts going through our mind every single day. And when you have that going on, most of them you are not even consciously aware of. Most of them are just playing in the background. The way that you can start to see and uncover all those thoughts, what is actually going on way back there? What is way back there? What is actually happening in my subconscious mind? Because it's your subconscious mind that is actually controlling the vast majority of the things that you do, what plays out in your life. It's not the stuff that is in the kind of um, in the front or that is saying to you, hey, these are the things that we need to be doing because you're consciously aware of those. It's all that nonsense that's playing in the background. So the way that you get vision or you get to kind of see for your own self in your own kind of like mind's movie, what's going on back there is by sitting in complete silence for an entire four hour period. Sit there with nothing on, no TV, no sleeping, no closing your eyes, none of that, just sitting and just being with yourself and with your own thoughts. And you will be absolutely surprised, almost flabbergasted with the 
the thoughts and the amount of negativity that will be going on playing in the background. So that's the that's the activity that I would highly recommend you do. I would highly recommend you do. That's the first thing you want to do is sit with your own thoughts. So that's going to highlight to you, you know, which part, which uh, side of the playing field are you on, uh, so to speak, as you know, you're on the positive side or are the majority of your thoughts negative? And if they're negative, then that, again, is an indication to you that there's stuff going on that you need to address to get more of what you're doing onto the positive side of the fence, which will also help you to stop those self-sabotaging uh, habits. All right. The next, uh, the next thing that we're going to um, going to kind of talk through is the who me, um, who am I? You know, it's a struggle with the self worth. So the lack of self worth that will actually prevent um, our our success or your success, and that is just having that that self belief that do I actually have something really good to offer and to add to the world? And how am I going to do that? Do I want to play small or am I ready to play big? Am I ready to kind of, am I ready to share my message, share my messages, my thoughts, my processes with a much wider audience? Now, there is also another activity or another uh, product that I think you guys are going to find extremely helpful. If some of these, um, these identifiers that I'm talking you through, if you're going, oh, yep, some of these are me. The tool that will be super useful for you is a tool called the Freedom Seekers Journal. The Freedom Seekers Journal is a physical journal. So if you can imagine that you're, you know, you're working out, um, you know, doing your diary each day. And if, if you're anything like me, I'm, I kind of write everything down. I'm a planner. I like to know what I've got coming up, um, how I'm planning my day, what activities I need to do. However, sometimes during the day, we, you may find that you've got resistance to various different things. And again, this is just those little um, indicators to you that you are self-sabotaging. So the Freedom Seekers Journal combines both a physical journal, physical journal, and EFT tapping, which we call the BE method. EFT tapping, as you may have seen on the uh, the uh, Unlock Show on Wednesday, I had an, uh, the world one of the world's experts on this particular topic, Brad Yates, with me, and we actually took everybody through a tapping sequence that was specifically designed to help you guys increase your wealth. So inside of the Freedom Seekers Journal, not only is it a a journal that you would use in your daily life, it also incorporates a hand holding program. So you actually go into the Freedom Seekers Journal, you're going to activate your program and you're going to choose which area of your life do you want to work in, work on for 90 days, whether it's health, wealth or relationships. And if you go back and you listen to that show, you will you'll learn a lot more about the Freedom Seekers Journal and the technique of EFT tapping, which we call, as I said, the call, as I said, the BE method. All of these self-sabotaging things that I'm talking you through now can be addressed by incorporating the Freedom Seekers Journal and the activities or the techniques of EFT tapping through the BE method on a daily basis. And this also creates uh, consistency, it creates a habit, and it helps you to, like I said, move from one side of the this fence to the negative side of the fence. And you might not even think that you're a negative person. You might say, I'm a positive person, you know, 95% of the time. This this process is actually going to get you to take that switch and move over to the to the positive side of the um, of the fence and ensure that whatever it is that you do, you can knock down with ease with an act with a with a very 
useful activity that you can use or technique that you can use on a daily basis to get rid of any resistance in your life. So if you're interested in checking out the Freedom Seekers, in checking out the Freedom Seekers Journal, um, I'm going to pop it up on the screen. You can head on over to the freedomseekersjournal.com and go and have a look at how powerful that particular journal is and the program that goes with it. So um, it's got really going to help you if you are one of these people. So you know, if any of this has resonated with you, you need to do something about it, and you need to do something about it sooner rather than later. Otherwise, you're going to be still addicted to your self-sabotage in 12 months' time. And uh, I'm giving you a few very useful activities that are going to help you to kick the self-sabotage in the butt over the next 90 days. So I'm just going to pop up on the screen. Let me find it. Uh, it is uh, www.freedomseekersjournal.com. Okay, so let's get back to some of these other self-sabotaging uh you know, traits. The other is the empath. The empath is the one that wants to be liked by all of their peers, but they sometimes, some, but they sometimes, sometimes can feel like they have the sense of true feelings around them. Like they kind of take on everybody else's energy. They take on, um, you know, they they want to be empathetic to everybody, and they often, uh, you know, they would rather be accepted than be successful. So they would rather be accepted than they would be successful. And often they see these as either, um, you know, you can't have acceptance, respect and support and success all in the one. You don't always see it that way. You're kind of compartmentalizing things. So you want to learn about your own energy, your own emotions, and you can start to discern what's actually yours and what isn't yours. Because often as the empath, you also start to take on the energy and the problems of a lot of, you know, the people that are around you. Hence the reason we also talk about making sure that you have the right people surrounding you. That's really, really important because it all contributes to your energy. All right, the next person is the fixed person, is the fixer. This is the person who wants to fix up everybody else's problems. These are the ones that often will attract negative or toxic relationships and drama and, you know, instability, and they drain, you know, they feel really, really drained. So it's kind of a little bit like the empath, but this is the person who kind of goes the next step and they want to try and fix everybody else. If you, um, you already know in this case that you're really good in terms of relating to others and others will usually be attracted to you because they know that you are the person who is the fixer in the world. So you need to switch your focus to back to yourself and develop a more honest and deep relationship with yourself than trying to fix everybody else. All right, then the last one I'm going to talk about today. So I've kind of gone through 10 different ones um, here. The last one is the seeker. Now, the seeker is the person who might not really know who they are or what they really want to be. So remember when we were, you know, often when we were adults, it's like you think back and you go, what did you want to be when you grow up? Um, we we're still sitting in this space, right? So if you're a seeker, you're still here. You're so used to aligning and matching your emotions and vibrations with other people around you that you've often lost your own sense of who you are and, and why you actually want to be successful. So you have no idea about the things that you want to focus on, the direction that you're going. You kind of lack some clarity. And again, like I said, the Freedom Seekers Journal can actually help you uh, determine where are you going? What are you doing? 
making you extremely focused and keeping you accountable so that you stay on track. And also, you would need to understand at this point, you know, what makes you happy? Who are you? Um, I'm hearing often, particularly from women, that they are constantly trying to figure out, particularly from women, that they are constantly trying to figure out, yuck, who am I? Um, and sometimes this is also disguised as like the self, the, the midlife crisis, you know, but this is actually what's going on. The person is actually seeking who they are. What am I really about? Uh, and when you start to to create a clear vision for yourself, then and you know what it is that you really want, then you have all the things that you need to do to start manifesting true joy in your life. So today, guys, I've gone through 10 different, uh, I'm going to say, identities that may be the reasons for you self-sabotaging. And if any one of these happens to, you know, triggered you and said, yeah, I've often done some of those things. I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm often self-sabotaging or maybe it's just one of those things. One of the things that I mentioned today, just one can derail you. So I've given you two activities or two things that you can do, two things that you can do that can really help you. They are inexpensive. So the first one is sit with your thoughts. You know, it's going to take you four hours and it might sound really, really simple, but believe me, it's actually pretty darn hard to sit in silence with only your thoughts because it's a little bit freaky and a bit scary when you start to see what's going on behind there for an entire four hours. Give it a go. If you only last two hours, I'm afraid you've got to start again, do four hours again and do four hours until you've done a total of four hours and you can start to see what's going on in, in that mind of yours. The second is, and this is the one if you want some help, I would highly recommend you go and get yourself the Freedom Seekers Journal. You start the process of identifying which area in your life do you want to work with. Do you want to work on your health? Do you want to work on your relationships? Do you want to work on your wealth? Choose one pathway in the Freedom Seekers Journal and go for it for 90 days. Brad Yates, who I said, Brad Yates, who I said is one of the world's leading uh, authorities when it comes to EFT tapping, will be there to hold your hand and work you through the process. So I'd highly recommend you head on over to www.thefreedomseekersjournal. It's on the screen right here and get yourself a copy of the Freedom Seekers Journal. It is not your regular journal. So it is not just a journal that you are going to use. It incorporates EFT tapping, it gives you the exact pathway as to what you need to do, and it is a full success program. I would recommend you incorporate that into your life for the next 90 days and see what happens. Choose your pathway and go for it. So I want to say for uh, for today, I want to say thanks very much for you guys watching. I hope that was helpful. In fact, I've got so carried away with all of those. Look, I can't even see all the comments, but there's heaps, um, heaps of comments coming through. Sounds like a great resource. Thanks, Amber. So there's a bunch of you guys on here, and I want to say hello and uh, happy Friday. Hope you guys are having a happy Friday. Hope you guys are having a great day. So uh, I'm going to leave it there and say thank you very much for joining me today. As you know, what I always say when I end the Unlock Show, because I absolutely believe this, you must go and live your life unlocked because there is just no other way. See you again next week, guys. I'll be back with another episode of Unlocked on Wednesday, 10 a.m. Brisbane time. Bye for now.